Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents where I break down micro gaming topics really quickly for you every day. And in this video, we're breaking down the Star Wars Day game sales, Returnal review bombs, as well as Valorant recording voice chat. Later today as well, I'll be uploading my Returnal tips and tricks focus topic that gets recorded later in the show. If you want to be here for these live shows, Hit the subscribe and the bell button. It's a four-hour show Monday through Friday. It's safe for work, and we break down topics just like this every single day. Obviously, it's Star Wars Day, so I wanted to make sure and cover this because I think there's at least one game in here that I can really encourage people to check out and get. I don't know the exact sale price on it right now uh, based on based on everything that's going on, but the percentage off is in this report. So Jedi Fallen Order is a huge game that I enjoyed very, very much. I'll give you a mini micro review in this news announcement that was reported by Space.com. Popular Star Wars video game titles are going to be up to 75% on, off in time for the annual May the 4th celebration. So today... When we're recording this May the 4th, like if you're watching this a day or two later, the sales might be over, so you're going to want to act fast if you're in the live audience or if you're watching this 10-minute video later. So, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Squadrons, and then Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition are anywhere between 50 and 70% off on Steam and Epic. So, check the respective stores that you like to download your games in. So they say here, we've rounded up the best deals below so you can practice using the Force and getting into the spirit of the dark side or the light side, depending on your preference. Star Wars games have been around for a long time, and I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I played that two years ago when it came out, and it was recently in the news because they are going to be giving it a free next-gen update. Uh, according to this, there's also a host of other Star Wars titles that are up for 75% off on good old games and Steam. GameStop has a host of Star Wars used and new games available under incredible deals. And for kids, Electronic Arcs has Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes available for free on the App Store or Google Play. So if you want to celebrate Star Wars Day, there's plenty of games to do that with. Now let me give you my very quick review of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. If you are a fan of games like Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you will like the combat in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but you probably won't love the combat. It's not quite as crisp and clean as a Demon Souls or a Dark Souls game. Those games and Sekiro as well, they tend to pride themselves on very, very crisp and clean controls. I loved Jedi Fallen Order. It was one of the few games I played on normal and then immediately replayed it on hard. There are elements that are sort of Metroidvania of retreading planets with new abilities and new powers and things as you sort of reconnect with the Force. The story and the voice acting are also well worth it to any fans of the Star Wars universe. There is very, very good character-driven story in this. Uh, Even the main person that you're sort of fighting against named Trilla, I think she's excellent. I would love a prequel with her. And then Cal, the main character, is also very, very well done. So there's, there's some really, really cool story elements to it. And then the actual combat itself, even for people who are not fans of Dark Souls and Demon Souls, you should enjoy the combat. You can always tone down the difficulty if you just want a good Star Wars game to play that's kind of fun and shut your brain off. I put it on story mode and even my kids were able to kind of hack their way through most of the enemies. So highly recommend that one out of this group and hopefully you can enjoy your Star Wars day with some of these sales or maybe a title that you haven't checked out yet. Secondly, Returnal Review Bombs. Now this one's near and dear to my heart because... I gave this game a shot, and I ordinarily don't like rogue games, and I've really fallen in love with it, which is why I'm doing a Returnal Tips and Tricks video. I've learned some things that really help eat around some of the frustrations that you might encounter in a game like this, and I I do kind of fault the developers to a degree for not putting some of these things right in front and on your radar. It's it's difficult uh, in, in, in some of these scenarios to even deduce what you should do or how you can get back to where you're you're supposed to be. Now, some of these reviews are unfair and made up and just being nasty. And so I'm going to read through this report here from Game Rant. Uh, and, and some of the reviews, I think, are more related to the fact that people are buying the game that probably have no business buying it. They're just hungry for a new game. And they're buying a game that's very punishing. And it's a rogue game. Rogue games have normally some form of permadeath mechanic. And a lot of people don't like that, okay? So here's the report from Game Rant. 
With regards to Returnal, it's hard to say whether the issue is as significant as is being for other games. As of this writing, Returnal has a 7.2 user score on Metacritic based on 424 reviews. So there's 291 positive, 19 mixed, and then 114 negative. Now, given it has only been available for one day, many short, vague reviews appear as though they could be bots making claims about the game being anti-consumer and not worth the price. It should further be noted that the window was open for long before these reviews began flowing in. Now, not worth the price could be driven by haters that see the $70 price point and are just being like, slam it with a zero. 70, are you kidding me? Because gamers are very entitled and they think 70 is absurd when, you know, 50 to $60 has been the going price for video games for 20 plus years, even though inflation for all other digital entertainment has continued to skyrocket from albums to Blu-ray to anything that you buy like that. Everything has almost doubled and tripled in price and video games have not. Um, Here's an example of one of the reviews that they're talking about. Uh, One notable example is some guy named GoodGames99 who made a review totals that were all posted on May 1st uh, 10 ratings for Red Dead Redemption 2 Control and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and they give a zero rating to Returnal and says one of the main problems is why is the main character so ugly so that's obviously just an idiot that's just somebody being hate you know just being a hater that's not a thoughtful intellectual review now that being said there are a number of valid criticisms leveled at Returnal both by official critics and Metacritic users bugs in Returnal have resulted in progression gating and crashes for example and difficulty has been a hot button issue given many feel its current save system leads to players needing more time for each run through the roguelike and it can give uh, people basically a level of frustration and if you don't understand how this works they don't have a save feature in the game so one good run can last a really long time like I propped up I I, I propped up and prepped my character for about an hour and a half yesterday and I got to biome 2 and I died now I learned something about how I don't need to do that but still it it stands to reason that somebody pouring that amount of time into a play session gets to about an hour and a half and would like to save it and come back later you can do that kind of with the resume feature on the PlayStation 5 so there are some legitimate criticisms now keep in mind here at the end of the article they say the latter issue has drawn enough attention that Housemark responded fans on Twitter. The developer hinted at a new save feature potentially being in development saying, we hear the community and we love you all. It did not have anything to announce at this time, but those who feel the game's mechanics make it too difficult can likely expect something soon. In the meantime, it will be worth watching how reception to Returnal on aggregate sites like Metacritic shift as it moves away from launch. The further people get into the game and the better they get at the game, the more sensitive they're going to be to the pain, okay? The farther I've gotten, the more it sucks when you die, which can lead people to review bomb or be kind of negative and be kind of nasty hence again the reason why I want to do a Returnal Tips and Tricks video because there are things you can do to alleviate some of that pain and to advance a little bit quicker so I don't think the review bombs are warranted I think people's issue with price is unfounded and entitled and immature I think people that are mad that it's hard or has permadeath they probably just should have watched some trailers and paid attention to what they are buying if you go buy Dead Cells you know, Curse of the Dead Gods or any other famous rogue, you're gonna die and go back to the beginning. So pay attention to what you're buying. And if you don't like it, that's on you. Like it, it, you, you can't go and buy something. You can't buy a car with two doors and complain about the lack of four doors. Like you bought a game that is a rogue and you should have known that from the descriptions in the trailers. Like I knew what I was buying when I got it and it hooked me anyway. Like, and I don't really like rogues. Lastly, This one's causing a bit of stir. Valorant is going to start recording voice chat to combat toxicity. um, And this was reported by... I want to make sure I give credit to them. I'm going to scroll and try and find this while I'm kind of vamping here. If you're unaware, Valorant has been dealing with a lot of bad press due to toxicity, mainly because of the way that people can talk to each other. And there have been streamers that have been putting this on the public's radar with clips and things. This was reported by Games Radar. That's where I pulled all this information from. 
and Games Radar says, Riot Games will begin recording Valorant voice chat in an effort to combat toxicity. In the Q&A section of an update to its privacy policy, Riot confirms that it will not actively listen in on Valorant games and that it will only review voice chat recordings, quote, when disruptive voice behavior is reported. The only way to avoid potentially having your Valorant voice chats recorded is by turning off voice chat. So don't say anything, right? Now, keep in mind, they're not addressing you using language or saying something that's offensive they're saying disruptive voice behavior so they're trying to target this element that happens in games like this where people are nasty yell at their team and say really offensive things as a form of harassment now they quote here we want all of our games to be safe and inclusive for everyone who chooses to play them we know disruptive behavior using our voice chat is a concern for a lot of players and we're committed to addressing it more effectively in order for us to take action against players who use voice comms to harass others, use hate speech, or otherwise disrupt your experience, we need to know what those players are saying, which is why moving forward we'll need the ability to analyze voice data. Now keep in mind here, I know people get lost in the weeds on this, and they're like, well, who's it up to? What's hate speech? What's harassment? Listen, I don't think they're going to be just going in there and enforcing their own sort of language morality. This is about people who have a clear pattern of behavior that gets reported and then is reviewed by a live person. Uh, Now, again, at the end of the article, they're saying this doesn't mean Riot devs will be listening to your conversations. Just if a player submits an abuse report, the studio can get an audio log and judge for themselves. Themselves. Plus, recordings are only stored for a brief time while Riot reviews them. So they're not like saving it for forever. Now, people get on the privacy issue and the issue of who they're owned by. Every company does this. You know, Xbox does this. Sony's looking into doing it. Like the ability to say, here's your voice chat history. You're going to get com banned or permabanned. And I think this is acceptable for a few reasons. Number one, you should have a reasonable expectation when playing a game like Valorant or jumping into live chat on Xbox or PlayStation not having to hear some idiot berating his team and saying awful offensive things and just trying to be a jerk, especially in the realm of harassing others when they notice that the person is of a certain ethnicity or if they happen to be a woman. This is a common thing in gaming and it's unacceptable and I think companies should be well within their right to say if you're going to use our servers and our service and our communication Uh, protocols we have a right to enforce our rules and say you can't say that and do that to other players i think people tend to blow this out of proportion and make it as if like well if i say some word and they don't like it i'm gonna get banned no no people that are awful and harass and say terrible things will get banned don't be a douchebag and you should be perfectly fine play be nice and respectable and if you need to blow off steam mute your mic and scream into the into a pillow or something. You don't need to be taking it out on the general public and being awful. Nobody wants to listen to that. If you're gonna, especially, you don't even have to say anything offensive. If you're just yelling and screaming and disrupting chat so the team can't work together and communicate, well, then you should politely get the frick out and not be allowed to play for at least a little while because it's unfair that your lack of control and emotional instability has to be borne and carried as a burden by anybody who has the displeasure of ending up on your team. So. I fully support companies doing this uh, to keep people in line because to be quite honest, these people are fringe and no one should have to deal with them. They should be quickly dealt with. So anyways, that's our micro topics for today in gaming. If you didn't catch this live and you want to be here live, hit subscribe and the bell button and hopefully I can catch you in the next video. Thanks for listening to the second half of the show about Star Wars game day sales, Returnal review bombs, and Valorant recording voice chat. This will be me reading through some of the commentary from folks that were here bright and early, taking the poll and leaving comments. If you're in the live audience right now, be sure uh, to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you're here in the morning for these polls. If you're watching this, or I'm sorry, listening to this later, uh, we are always here live Monday through Friday, SNTRlive.com, if you want to be here for these discussions. Thank you for the five spot, uh, five spot, Matt. I appreciate that, dude. 504, may the fourth be with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are recording this on Star Wars Day. So, Big Mad Mo says, Jedi Fallen Order is an awesome title. Rumor has it Microsoft has a few deals with Lucasfilm's games can't wait uh i thought i thought jedi fallen order was just such a 
just a pleasant surprise. Star Wars games and movies, you know, as of late have been sort of, you know, notoriously rough. Um, and the, the, you know, the, the nature, uh, the nature of the Star Wars universe is just, is highly passionate. You know, people care about the story and the characters and everything. And so Jedi Fallen Order was just such a pleasant surprise because they tethered it to Order 66 and what happened and, and, and told an original, really cool story within the world of Star Wars. And that that alone, I think, was enough to make a lot of people probably enjoy it. But then beyond that, I just think they they did a, a really, really good job with combat and with progression and re you know, reconnecting with the force and enjoying the 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 Metroidvania elements. So like from a game perspective, it was good. It also just had this really gritty feeling to it. It felt like it took place in the Star Wars universe. This was something that I thought they did an excellent job with in the movie uh, Rogue One. And, you know, more often than not, in in the debates that happen, that's usually where there's kind of a divide, is there's the, there's the people that like the old, gritty, you know, just rough around the edges Star Wars, and then there's the newer, just kind of pretty on the surface, but just sort of a disaster under on the underside, you know, movies, wherever you fall on the spectrum. I mean, it's it's just a very, very different form of, of, of story delivery and style. And I just thought Jedi Fallen Order was so similar to what longtime fans kind of look for. This is why I think Mandalorian was so popular. It has this older, gritty feel. And that, I think, is more honoring to where the, you know, where the franchises come from. You can do amazing special effects and do really, really cool stuff without a complete departure, uh, from the, from the stylization and the, you know, kind of the aesthetics of the, of the game. So, uh, Dracus Pander says it would be interesting to see what language standards Valorant devs use to govern such a subjective concept. Where will they draw the line and how do they manage the borderline instances? Um, uh, I would imagine that this is for extreme instances. Uh, this is for extreme instances. I, I I can't imagine you dropping like a word like um. I don't know. There was a word that I grew up saying that that never was said in an offensive way. So we would we would say and call our friends the word. And this was addressed in in the office, right? The word retard. And people would use that and they would use it as as a descriptor and they would use it as like they'd call their friends that and stuff. And today, that's a word that is seen as like, man, that's really insensitive. That's really offensive, you know. And it certainly is on the spectrum of terrible things you can say. Obviously, it's not like red level 10. Oh my gosh, somebody's going to lose their career for saying it. But like, it's on the spectrum. Now, I can't imagine you playing one game and dropping that word one time and Riot being like, you're done, you're gone, get out, okay? I think they're using this for extreme cases of someone going off on tangents. Like, you could, for all intents and purposes, use the vocabulary of Mr. Rogers and still be awful. You could be berating your teammates, saying they're they're not doing their job, they need to, they need to play better, and you could be awful, right? And, and, it's because they use the term disruptive communication. So even if you're, like, walking a straight line and, 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 not, and not using foul language, sure, that you, you could still get combanned or you could still get banned because you're, you're disrupting chat, right? Now, obviously, if, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest... Avoiding avoiding words that you know are problematic when interacting with the public is probably just being an intelligent and charitable human being. When you go to order your Starbucks, you're not like, yeah, I'll take a blankety blank this and that, you blankety blank, you know, hope you're having a great day, and you're just joking around. It doesn't matter. You're you're going into the public 
and you're using language that a lot of people might be like, man, I don't want to hear that. My goodness, there's families in here, there's kids. What are you doing? Like, when you go into the public voice chat of a video game, you know, have the sense that the Lord gave a goose. Like, not everybody wants to hear people talking like that. And it's, I don't think I'm trying to censor you or or enact some form of like, um, you know, I'm not policing your life. I'm saying you're interacting with the public. Like, can you tone it down? You know, um, can you tone it down? Like you, we don't have to endure your vocabulary choices. Like this cuts both ways, right? Like, yo, Sven, thank you for the the five spot. Happy Star Wars Day, you blankety blank. I think this argument always breaks down for me because I'm like, you're just being a curmudgeon stick in the mud. Like, I should be able to talk however I want. Shut the frick up. No, you shouldn't. If you're interacting with the general public, no, we don't have to endure your vocabulary choices and your demeanor. I I don't have to put up with that. If you think you're totally well within your right to be... A, a boorish bully who won't shut up and you talk over people and you're and you're brash and awful and no one can have a good time I don't have to endure that get out of here no we're all in this together there's six of us chill out and let's try to get this thing done here right and so there's I think there's a reasonable expectation for people to not act like that in a public setting right like you can claim it's arbitrary and you can do this whole fear thing of like, oh, they're going to they're going to smack you on the hand for saying a naughty word that you didn't know was a naughty word. I I think these are fringe examples that don't like get at the heart of the issue. The public is coming together in order to play a video game and you should within a certain degree check check your language or you're going to potentially suffer the consequences you you are not free to go into their servers and their chat protocols and just talk and say whatever you want well me and my friends think it's funny okay i other people don't right you don't necessarily you know have to be again swearing right mute button i don't think moderation like this is very good in the long run I think it's completely and utterly fine I do not think we should have to suffer fools because you don't want to be like you don't want to aspire to having the intelligence above a caveman to be like maybe I can just speak normally and say they're over there oh man we lost oh we'll get them next time like not everybody has to be awful and then just well we just have to endure it because we don't want to we don't want to trample on someone's complete misapplication of the term free speech like it it has everything to do with you have a gym at your house and you slam the weights and you scream and you yell and you sweat all over the place and you don't clean up after yourself okay but if you go to a gym where the rest of the public is there's a reasonable expectation that you're not going to do that crap because nobody wants to be around some idiotic yelling mongrel who's slamming weights and making a mess of things so you're not doing anything wrong it's not a moral judgment it's come on we're all here doing the same thing you know what i'm saying you you gotta chill the frick out you can't be acting like that i think this idea is is pushed to its to a fringe idea that like oh they're gonna come in and if you used a word that the woke culture doesn't like you're gonna get slammed and lose your account i mean obviously i wouldn't dance on the line if i were you if i was using public chat on xbox or sony or any game i wouldn't dance on that line I wouldn't use any of those buzzwords that the culture has decided we don't use those words anymore. Why? Why? Because do you need to? Like, if that's your compulsion and your need to use those words, I guess you're going to have to potentially suffer the consequences for not having control over your speech. Like, have you ever been around children 
Were you able to control your speech when you were around those children at the grocery store? Like, you hop on your phone, and there's a little kid in front of you, and you're like, Yeah, what's up, my man? Yeah. And you just start cussing and swing. No, you usually have the sense to say, Well, I'm, I'm in the public. I'm around other people. I'm going to tone it down for the next five or ten mis- you know, minutes or whatever. So, I... I don't know. And and what Potato is putting in chat, listen, I think it's hilarious that you think you're not constantly monitored and recorded already. Like, right now, if somebody wanted to come to your house and be like, hi, we know everything you looked at today, everything you said, they could. They could. You want to do this, like, you want to do this sort of, oh, but the country that that company is from... <laughs> You understand that they don't have to work very hard to get any information on you right now, right? Like, if you think you're existing on the internet and have a shred of privacy, (laughs) you attempting to invoke that as a fear is comical. It's comical. If you're on the internet and you're browsing and you're saying stuff and you have an account, they know everything about you they know everything about you it's okay because it's happening that's not what i said try to track with me logically i didn't i didn't say that i said it's funny it's funny that someone is suddenly going to make it about the company and the country that they're from and it's like where do you live right now doesn't matter if you're on the internet if you're using these services and you've created an account you've surrendered any shred of confidence about privacy you you if this is how it starts what do you mean this is how it starts this has been going on for years you're either asleep or willfully ignorant this has been going on for years every app you download on your phone every website you create an account with every place you step into and continue to expand your digital footprint it's all tracked it's all documented it's all saved and it's used to make lots of money it's used to make lots of money and this is not a new concept is it right probably not is it is it is it probably really really wrong long term yeah it's probably going to have dramatic consequences if it hasn't already right <laughs> but to suddenly be like well no i'm putting my foot down <laughs> because that video game is owned by a company that is in that country <laughs> okay <laughs> okay right your, your your information has been bought, sold, and traded hand over fist everywhere. everywhere. Do you know how many you know how many advertisements I get for uh, home warranties and home lending and home this and home that? Do you know how many times I get those in the mail after I bought my house? Why? Because the bank more than likely I gave them the permission somewhere when I signed something. The bank is selling that information to somebody. It's just there. It's also documented by the public. I mean, that's a little bit different too. So, the idea, the idea that suddenly, suddenly this one instance, oh no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let them have my information. They probably already have your information. If they really wanted it, if they really wanted to use it, they probably already have it. Like, if this is the stand you're going to try to invoke, it's like it's like eating McDonald's every single day regularly, but then being like, no, 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 no. I don't eat at Burger King, dude. That stuff's so unhealthy. I don't, I don't eat there. What are you talking about? Like, what what do you what do you what are you trying to say here? You're not being consistent. If you make an account on the internet and you participate anywhere on the internet, if you have a social media footprint, if you use voice chat, if you own an Amazon Echo, if you have any of these things in your possession, your information is accessible and everywhere. You have no sense of privacy whatsoever. And in this in this particular situation, they're obviously giving assurances which, you know, you would hope they're 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 doing what they're claiming that they're saying that the recordings aren't even saved for very long. They're saved just long enough to be reviewed and then they're not there anymore. So like in a month, they're not going to save it. Also, also Imagine what you're saying. You're saying 
that your communication in a video game is somehow sensitive. Like, what are you doing? You just, do you talk about your, the, the city you were born in, the name of your first pet, your social security number, and your birthday, right? Do, do you talk about that when you play Valorant? Is there sensitive information in the conversations that you have when you're playing video games? Generally, no. When you're interacting with the public in Call of Duty, you're like, hey, everybody here, I just want you guys to know, I live in this city, I'm this many years old, and this is my birthday, my social... There's no... You're not, you're not saying anything that's sensitive. What could they possibly be, 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 be saving and, and using in some sort of, like, privacy breach way? You're playing a video game and communicating with other people. Like, what, what honestly could you be saying that would be sensitive? You should be maybe more concerned about like, I don't know, like the Amazon Echo in your house recording your personal conversations more than like, what could you possibly say in a video game that you're, that you're worried about that they're going to use? You may be misrepresenting his take. I am not going down the pathway of, oh man, it's that company and that country because I don't think that's a standard that lines up with trying to suddenly say like that's a breach of privacy that they're recording your conversations in Valorant with other people that you're playing with they make it so you can't utilize their services without giving up your privacy that's an old argument from the Snowden days y'all all these companies do it you sign all that away I, I, don't, I don't know I quit. There's no sense of saying anything when you can't understand basic things. You've not many made any points. You've only said it's that company and the overlords over there are going to use the information. That's all you've said. You've spoken in hyperbolic platitudes. You haven't made any sensible, logical arguments. And then you told me to go watch somebody's video about it, and then I might change my uh, my concerns. Like, I I've not I've not seen anything that you've you've outlined that has been like actually intellectual. You're just like, oh, the overlords over there are going to be listening in. That's literally what you typed. You use the term overlord, and you want me to take you serious. Like, wait, come on. Like, the i the idea that it's a breach of privacy is absurd because you're not private. You're talking to people in the public, right? Uh, th- that's that's not what's going on. So there's no breach of privacy. And, and on top of that, what sensitive information are you going to be communicating in a Valorant game? Like what, what are, what are you, what are you saying? Watch his videos. I never said they take our information. I mean, as, as far as, as far as like the way you broach the subject, you didn't seem to be joking. You seem to be making it about the parent company and the country that they're from. And multiple people were trying to say the same thing this morning before we got into the poll. And I was like, do you have any idea how easily accessible all your information is? If anybody wants it, like, I don't understand. Like if you're on the internet, you've accepted 18 different EULAs. You've surrendered all sense of privacy. Like you have none at this point. Like whether you're on YouTube, the purple platform, whether you own a cell phone, like your, your footprint is of varying sizes, depending on how much you use and how much you put out there. But like, I I don't know. It's it. You can't invoke that poly. You can't invoke that standard in this one instance because of the country of origin or the company. That's the parent company. It doesn't. (laughs) If you're playing that game, like, I, and, and, and Blueberry's pu- pointing out like they have their anti-cheat. It's a, it's a ring zero anti-cheat. Yeah, there's like 16 other games that do that as well. Any, any number of these games have access to all your stuff to prevent you from cheating with their, their root level anti-cheat. Valorant's not the only game doing that. Riot's not the only game to use a, a root level anti-cheat to prevent most of the anti-cheats from working and to put them into position to adapt and block and stop the cheats from working like they're not the only game doing it and that's why when that came up that was hysterical it's like yeah these other 16 games have root level anti-cheat what the frick are you talking about oh but the company and this and that it's like okay i you know what i'm saying like it's there are there risks in allowing any company to access your information and record what you're saying. Yep. Is virtually every company in existence doing it? Yep. Like, if you're going to attempt to apply it to one country and one company, I just find that 
to be a little absurd. It's like you're if you are existing right now on the internet and you have an account on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, if you have a cell phone and you're downloading apps and using those apps, you have surrendered your semblance that you think you have of privacy. You've surrendered it eight times over. Like anytime you've used any of these applications. Is that right? I'm not arguing the rightness and the wrongness of it. I'm arguing that it's almost impossible for you to stay consistent. Like, you can't stay consistent if you're going to try and act like, well, I don't want to be on the grid. These companies are are breaching privacy and tracking our information. It's like, how many times have you been a hypocrite today? Like, I just, I don't think that's a standard that you can, you can maintain. I really don't think it's possible. It's not about the rightness and the wrongness of it. It's about, it's virtually impossible to exist in the global technological world and not surrender all sense of privacy. You've, you've surrendered it multiple times today. It's it's the world we live in. Is it is it scary? Yep. Is it is it led to and potentially leading to bad things? Could be. Could be. I don't mean to be alarmist, but it's like, yeah, these things could end up backfiring. Uh, they 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 tend to be, you know, uh, a, a, a danger, you know, to to the people that use them. Like, why do you think like virtually every movie and book that's been written about technology postulates the idea that it'll be our undoing (laughs) you know like it's a common it is a common anthropological philosophical theory is that man will destroy himself with technology right like this is a long long term standing projected trajectory that people think is going to happen um it (laughs) it's you know it's very likely that the machines will end us you know when who's to say who's to say when but to act like in this one instance this one game has a root level anti-cheat and is owned by that company and is in that country and I just cannot abide that I I kind of chuckle at that <laughs> I just kind of like oh really like <laughs> you have a YouTube account like do you know who owns YouTube <laughs> the kings of data <laughs> Google owns YouTube so <laughs> yo a 10 spot from Sean that's it hey sorry I'm late been busy day but just watch the new trailer for the game that shall not be named and feel no need to go back my rehab is complete thanks to you my addiction has been cured well thank you Ghostwood says, UA makes a lot of grifter-esque vids to cater to his viewers he's not an idiot but he, his takes are obviously tailored to the well I'm not going to read all that but I, I I think he's he's very careful and thoughtful, but it doesn't mean he's always right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't mean he's always right. So um, we got to move on. We got to move on. Uh, Takashi says Returnal is what he's interested in from this from this poll. Interested in this one for some time now. Alas, I can't play it. Uh, don't have a PS5. Just left a comment to your response. Thanks, by the way, on the review vid. Some thoughts about gameplay. Uh, Returnal is dope, and I hope you get to enjoy it. You know, I hope you get a PS5 soon. Uh, Heartless one says Valorant discussion interests me, but it's Star Wars Day. Let's hear those sales. Yeah, big savings on virtually every Star Wars game in existence today, anywhere from fifty to seventy percent off. So if you've been sitting on the fence for some of the Star Wars games that are available, you should pick them up. I, I'm not being paid to say that, but we wanted to make sure people were well aware, uh, especially um, especially when there's a game in there that I really really liked. Um, which was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, let's refresh here and see how many poll results we have now. Uh, 321. Okay, a little lighter on the poll today. A little lighter uh, on the poll results. So, uh, and back to the main subject. Uh, <laughs> Disney Star Wars is watered down crapola. They turned Luke into a drunk child. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we, it's... Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't want to go down that road, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Returnal is an absolute beast of a game so good, not too difficult. I love when you lose a boss fight like I lost yesterday, and you know you're like, I deserve to lose, and I'm gonna go back in tomorrow. Like, that's 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 the best feeling. Um, the way I ended... Excuse me. 
the way I ended my session yesterday is exactly why uh, is exactly why I wanted to do a tips and tricks video because I think there is so much good things there's so many good things in Returnal so many good things in Returnal but a lot of it's off people's radar you know what I mean and they just don't know about some of the things they can do to be better at I'm going to break down tips and tricks for combat uh, tips and tricks for progression and tips and tricks for currency those are kind of the three things that if you're more empowered on how to think through combat, progression, and currency you're going to have a much better time yes I will be playing Returnal today we're setting our sights on boss number two uh, almost got him yesterday it was very 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 close uh, and no I did not build into melee I did not build into melee so next comment on the poll uh, AV of SoCal says Star Wars fan since I was a kid waned uh, since 2015 few past PS2 3 games were couldn't afford them hoping to play new games too uh, Jedi Fallen Order is worth a play. I think I think Jedi Fallen Order is definitely, definitely worth a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hates rogues, but Hades and now Returnal may have changed my mind. I couldn't get into Hades or Curse of the Dead's God, Curse of the Dead Gods, for a very simple reason: the content loop is good, but it's not good enough to win me over. Returnal has a content loop and combat that is good enough to pull me in. Mainly because I'm a sh- I-, I like playing shooters. I-, I love the feel of the movement and everything in Returnal. It's one of the reasons why I don't like Dark Souls and Demon Souls, but the combat and the satisfaction from the combat in those games is enough to always make me feel the pull and the lure to go back in. Like, oh, I hate Souls games and Sekiro. I hate them, but I like them at the same time. The combat's so good, it's so satisfying, right? And so, the... Yeah, I do have a creator code on, on Epic. It's just Lono. It's uh, You can use code Lono there. You can use code Lono on ADS T's. So, yeah, my creator code over there is Lono. Um, and so, the... That that's how I feel with with Returnal. There's this element of like, man, the, the combat is really good. It really, really is. It's so enjoyable. It it pulls me back in. So if you're new and you landed in this stream from a recommendation or a YouTube search, we covered the Star Wars Gay uh, Star Wars Day game sales, Returnal review bombs, and the Valorant recording voice chat. Those were our three micro topics. I will be doing another segment here briefly in a moment with tips and tricks for Returnal. If you like this kind of content, it is safe for work covering variety game topics every day be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you can come back tomorrow for more of this kind of content as well as gameplay on my secondary channel that we'll be going to this afternoon a five dollar tip from matt my son connor says hi and wants you to know he loves your videos and says you're the best youtuber out there he's been watching the video every day well thank you connor uh i appreciate the support and and the and the love we've made a lot of changes to the channel so I know we're not doing lots of Destiny coverage and I know that really hurt us today because there was a trailer and a roadmap released Um, but our pivot to variety game coverage has been really enjoyable Um, so I appreciate you guys being here and supporting. Whether you're new or a longtime supporter, it means a lot to me. Uh, and the tips through Super Chat and the memberships, the, the, the clicking the join button, uh, as well as using the join command, those paid memberships. Uh, there's five tiers. They start at $5 a month. Those are massively helpful to the channel right now. Uh, Distorted says, Star Wars is always something everyone can get down with. Agreed. Uh, Sniper64, speaking Riot Games is owned by this company. I would be very afraid of them recording anything I say. Um, uh, we definitely debated this today. Um, feels hypocritical to be on the internet and worry about one, (laughs) worry about one company and one country. They got your info already. LOL. Like, they already have your information, man. Like we, we I don't I don't want to uh, I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole. Uh but they already got it. <laughs> so, 
working lurker here thank you thank you thank you i appreciate that melee is essential in returnal i mean i i've used the stronger melee attack and i definitely see what people are talking about i think the biggest struggle is you spend so much of the earlier portions of the game learning how to mitigate damage and navigate at a distance and closing gaps and not taking tons of damage is actually really difficult um, in Returnal. I think that's one of the biggest things I struggle with is the melee tracking and the distance closing is really, really tough to get good at. I do feel like there is a slight skill uh, skill requirement there. Um, you got to cover a large portion of ground quickly while not taking damage and you have to melee something that sometimes the game just doesn't track it just doesn't coyote with a five spot star wars is math for me but i love the content and the perspectives today thank you i appreciate that thank you for the five dollar tip through super chat my man i appreciate that um Yeah, Tiger Tears. I I started to notice that. Like, obviously, getting big viewership on a day like today, Talking Destiny would be nice. But I did start to notice that. Like, the numbers just weren't there anymore, and it didn't bring channel growth. So, sure, it would have been nice to have over a 1,000 folks today, but we did that multiple times in the past when, like, trailers and information would come out for a new season, and we'd get, like, no new subs. So, like, you got... I have to make... we I, I have to, more than anybody, maintain that perspective that... Sure, high viewership's great, but what's more important is steady sub growth and a membership base. High viewership doesn't mean anything if the channel's not growing. It really, really doesn't. So it, it always looked nice and impressive at the end of the day and like a sense of pride to see the past broadcast with high viewer count, but it's like it wasn't translating into anything uh, meaningful long-term for the business. It really, really wasn't. And when somebody that's been around that long has that many i mean i i don't know we 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 come close to that some days with the right topics like i'm not concerned just got to maintain the the long term the long term you know eyes on the horizon strategy um i don't have any social media accounts and the only things google knows about me is like gaming and i watch your stream right right and sniper to be fair everyone's different everyone's digital footprint is different so you may be less hypocritical than others to be like i don't know about that i mean honestly as we said before what what on earth are you gonna do with my valorant game chat (laughs) like what sensitive information is gonna be contained in there like i never i never said anything in any game chat that would be considered like oh no i don't want anybody to hear that or have that info i mean you're, you're 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 in a video game you know what i mean um, a $5 tip from George Smith the first time I've gotten here to see you in a while love the unlisted VOD method and posting old talks I watch them every night have a good day my friend thank you George Smith for the $5 tip through Super Chat so um, in addition the community starved right now for content and looks like we will be next season too yeah I mean I just I don't know I um I don't want to celebrate too early because it's still it, the, the season and the game could still be great and could still go into a great place. But um, I just I look at it and think to myself, long term in a year, we'll be we'll be really really happy with our decisions that we're making right now. Um, it hurts and it stings now, but it's going to be worth it. Like we're we, it's like. It's like when you gotta flex those muscles and kind of go through that like rebuilding of, of a like a damaged limb or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is gonna stink and we might move a little bit slower and not quite see big big results, but in a year we'll be very, very pleased with I I think well a lot of the choices we're making now. So Um Yeah. Uh let's see here. Uh Christopher Wright says people will always review bomb games. Uh, that are hard for them, they begin to act all entitled and act like they know how to create and make a good game. Uh, Returnal just shouldn't be bought by some people. Um, Just shouldn't be purchased by some people. It just shouldn't. You you shouldn't be buying it. I, I think I think people are buying it because they're just dying for a game to play. You know? They're dying for a game to play. They they're they're I think a lot of people were more favorable in their reviews and their thoughts 
on uh you know their their reviews and their and their thoughts of outriders i think were probably uh, a little bit more charitable and we were a little bit more you know forbearing of what i would consider to be a pretty weak game with respect to quality uh with respect to everything sound design the glitches the bugs people losing their loot all of it i just more and more i'm like man that game if it would have landed outside of a gaming drought it would not have gotten uh the praise and the treatment that it did and unfortunately i think returnal is suffering a very different fate people are buying it that just probably shouldn't be and they're like this game sucks and it's like yeah you probably shouldn't have bought it it's a rogue you know do they even have a market that it's a roguelike? It could easily see a bunch of people see a pretty game in the PS5 store and never even know what the roguelike is like. I mean, I felt like the trailer made it very clear. I watched one trailer and I was like, oh wow, um, that's going to be a die and go back to the beginning. It felt very Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I mean, PS5 store, Returnal. Let me see if I can see it in the store. Um... Sony Interactive PS5 69.99 it's it's one player uh key features uh duh, 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 duh. fight to survive in this third person roguelike shooter take on ruthless enemies in explosive bullet hell fueled combat manage equipment and resources carefully every time you die you restart from the beginning scavenge alien tech for upgrades to enhance your abilities in future cycles uh, so, I mean, this is literally right on Sony's storefront. So not only did it call it a roguelike, it literally said, every time you die, you restart from the beginning. I cannot feel bad for anybody who bought this game and didn't manage to scroll down one time and read the descriptors. Like, I, I, I don't know. I did that all the time when I was looking for couch co-op. Is it one to two player? Is it local co-op? I look for those. You know, I look for those when I'm buying a game. Anybody who bought this game and didn't take the time to scroll down and actually read, like, you see a pretty trailer and you buy a game and you don't have a clue what you're buying, you probably deserve the disappointment. (laughs) You know, you deserve it. You know, I don't know what the store looks like. Oh, I just did that on the website, Gilly. I just did that on a website. I mean, I I can, uh, let's do it. Let's do it in the storefront. I can do it right now uh, through OBS on my uh, on my rig that we're 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 using for this uh, for this session. All right, I can go right now and let's see what it looks like in the actual store in the game, just for science, uh, just for science. So there's Returnal. Um, okay, it did that. Let's go to the home screen and then let's go to the PlayStation Store and. Uh, a little laggy right now um sony's a little laggy there we go there we go all right must see returnal let's click on it break the cycle on an always changing alien planet okay official news trending videos wait how do i see it in the store because this is like here we go view product i was gonna say this is like for me i've already got it installed all right so we scroll down here, we got media, we got official news, we got the deluxe edition. I don't think I got the deluxe edition. Okay. Right here, break the cycle. After crash landing on a shape-shifting alien planet, uh, Celine finds herself fighting tooth and nail for survival. Again and again, she's defeated, forced to restart her journey every time she dies. In this roguelike shooter, both the planet and your equipment change with every cycle, forcing you to adapt your playstyle and take on evolving challenges. Engage enemies in bullet hell-fueled clashes, scavenge alien tech for upgrades and abilities. I. This is literally where you would scroll to see... How many players? How much is installed? What genre? Uh, what's its release date? Like, I always scroll down and look at this. I, for me, I, up here is great. The trailers in the media, but I always scroll down and look at this description. So, if somebody didn't take the time to scroll down here and read literally four sentences to understand what they were buying, I don't feel bad for that person. I, I don't. I don't think that that's that, that's an acceptable form of criticism. Um, Oh man, we could have used some of these screenshots for my uh, for my thumbnail. Some of these screenshots in here are really, really good. Uh, in any case, you get too many people too much credit. Listen, if if people don't want to read and people don't want to like check out the details of a game before buying it, I 
again, I think that invalidates your criticism. It really, really does. Imagine, imagine downloading and paying for a game that was PvP only, that was PvP only, and being like, I can't believe this game is PvP only. It's like, I don't, why didn't you read the description before you bought it, man? It's right there. It, 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 it's there. Like, that's, that's, that's on you, you know? Um, I'm not defending them. People are dumb. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that people are dumb. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying the lack of you reading invalidates your criticism for me. I don't know. Um, that's fair that people may not know what a roguelike is, and that's a stretch. If they don't know what a roguelike is, it definitely says in the description that you restart every time you die. You restart every time you die. So to me, I, I mean, even if you don't know what a roguelike is, you'd have to be like, wait a minute, you restart every time you die? What on earth? That sounds kind of weird. Um, I, I, I don't know. To me... The criticisms are more valid if it's somebody that knew what they were buying. Lack of save in light of how long a run can take? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably valid. You know, I would say that's valid. If you have to spend ether to save, I think that would be good. I think it was, was it Kane that came up with that yesterday? So you couldn't abuse it. Oh, beat a room, save. Oh, beat a room, save. So you can always kind of backtrack your save to sort of... A game like this doesn't work if you can remove the threat of death. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't. The whole game has to run on that intensity. The way that I felt in that boss fight yesterday, I wouldn't have felt that way if I had it saved right around the corner. If I had it saved in the room previous, I wouldn't have felt that intensity. I'd have been like, oh, I'll get him eventually. Who gives a frick? I'll just reload the save. So saving is, is, is a delicate thing in a game like that. It can completely invalidate what the game is supposed to deliver. It's supposed to deliver this incredible sense of risk and, and danger and you might die. Like that feeling in that fight when I wasn't blinking, my eye was literally watering because I wasn't blinking. My heart was pounding and my hands were almost shaking. You're not going to feel that if I've got it saved in the, in the room right before. Yeah, save and quit only. Save and quit only. E, would that work? Would that prevent the exploits? No, that wouldn't prevent the exploits. Because you could save and quit, load the game back up, fight the boss. You're about to die. Force quit the game and reload. Do you see? This is the biggest danger with the saving mechanic. You'd have to tie the saving mechanic. To, to, to something it, I don't know you'd have to because if not you save and quit in the room before the boss oh no I'm having a really bad run I have no health left and the boss has still got two phases left I'm going to force quit the game and reload that save you need to charge heavy currency to save I don't know, man. It's so delicate. It's so delicate. You can, you again, you can completely invalidate the way the game is supposed to run. You can. Like, what about limiting the amount of saves? Maybe a death wiping the most recent save? Don't most games like this have checkpoints? No, you come back and you have all your stuff and you kind of, uh, you kind of start over. Only save at the beginning of biomes. Yeah, with the teleportation though, you can just teleport back to the beginning of a biome and save, and then teleport back to the, the to the room for the boss room. The game could wipe your save once you load it. It's been done. Uh, now that I would be okay with. You save and quit, and the next time you load, it warns you you are about to load your save. When you do this. It will delete the save and you will not be able to save until you got to satisfy something, I would think. Dead Cells doesn't have checkpoints, but the hub has your items. Right, right, right. 
I just, it's, it's new territory. It's new territory because to a certain extent, a, a mainstream rogue game is, it, it's a lot of the games people are mentioning, people just sort of accept that reality. This is kind of mainstream PS5 exclusive, getting a lot of the headlines. Like not a lot of people have, the number of people playing and looking at this game is probably in a higher number than maybe other rogues in the past just because people avoid them. They're more indie. They're more, they're, they're, they're not mainstream. I, I don't know. Generally, there are no saves for these games. Maybe an instant revive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little bit different because that's a mechanic within the game to give you a mulligan. Um, yeah. But the time for a good run is I- immense. Making up words here. It's immense. Right. It is. It's immense. And I think that's the rub. It's like a really good run can can last for like a really long time. Like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, obviously, putting PlayStation in rest seems to help but they pushed out an update and it cleared my it cleared my game now thankfully i wasn't doing anything i had i had booted up the game i went to the next room to get some screenshots for thumbnails and the next day i came back my playstation was still on but they had pushed out an update and my game had reset and i was at the very beginning imagine my frustration if I was like, all right, I'm kitted, I'm ready to go, I'm in a safe spot in the game, I'm going to put my, my PlayStation to rest, and I'm going to come back tomorrow and fight this boss, and imagine having all of that progress reset because they pushed out an update. I'd have been furious. I would have been furious. So you probably not only want to utilize the resting feature of the PlayStation, you want to turn off automatic updates and maybe don't even have your PlayStation hooked up to the internet, (laughs) like, you're gonna have to really, really protect a good run, like unplug the Ethernet cable turn off automatic updates and then put the thing into rest mode it's a pity it doesn't have quick resume, yeah, quick resume is pretty nice on the, uh, on the Xbox it's a unique problem because not only is it a rogue, but a good run can last a really, really long time, and that's where that's where things can kind of break down. So, if you're in the live audience, we're going to transition. I'm going to do a tips and tricks video. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this and you want to catch those videos or those segments, you're going to need to come to my YouTube channel, sntrlive.com. We'll get you to the YouTube channel. So, if you're in the live audience, don't go anywhere. If you're listening elsewhere, hopefully I see you in one of the live streams. <laughs>